So we understand that the spirit of fear comes from, number one, not being able to put our trust in God completely. Amen. So if the people of God are walking around with the spirit of fear, then we have opened up the door somewhere in our life to allow that spirit to take a hold of us and we're truly not completely trusting in God. Amen. Um, the Bible talks about in 2 Timothy, the first chapter, verse 7, that God has not given us what? The spirit of fear. But he gave us power, he gave us love, and he gave us a sound mind. Amen. And so the Holy Ghost uh, that resides on the inside of his people, uh, it gives us power. You shall receive what power? After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen. It gives us love. Amen. Because God's spirit is what? Love. Amen. And that's how we operate. Amen. And a sound mind, huh? Because the spirit of God causes us to have peace. Huh? Come on, somebody. So we, as the people of God, should not be operating or allowing fear huh, to control or dominate our life. Huh? Because we have the spirit of God, amen, because greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Amen. So then when we were out in the world, we operated under the spirit of fear. Huh? Uh, we allowed uh, the nightmares and the, the, the bad spirits and all of those things that we were entangled into to rule us. Amen. But now we're in a different kingdom. Amen. Glory to God. And this kingdom is ruled by the Spirit of God. Amen. The Holy Ghost. Amen. Um, I, I wanted to uh, just talk about for a minute the fear of the Lord. Because there's a difference between the spirit of fear and the fear of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Uh, the, the spirit of fear is not of God. Huh? But there must be a operation of the fear of the Lord in every believer's life. Amen. Uh, that we honor and we respect and we reverence who God is. Huh? Come on, somebody. And so talking about the fear of the Lord and uh, the book of Proverbs deals a lot about the fear of the Lord and also the book of Psalms. So you take time to go through the scriptures and, you know, it just weaves all throughout the book of Proverbs, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. And even starting in the first chapter, um, it talks about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Huh? All into the different chapters of Proverbs. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Huh? Uh, the fear of the Lord is clean, 
this is Psalms in the 19th chapter for anybody that, you know, is taking notes. The fear of the Lord is clean. It endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. That's in Proverbs, the second chapter, verse 5. Proverbs 15, chapter, verse 33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Proverbs 129. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear of the Lord. Proverbs 15 again, better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Proverbs 22, verse 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. So you hear the language here about the fear of the Lord is that we should be operating in the fear of the Lord. Why? Because we need those spirit of wisdom. We need the spirit of knowledge. We need the spirit of understanding. And that comes from operating in the fear of the Lord. Huh? That's how you receive instruction. That's how you show God that you love him, you honor him, and you respect him. Huh? Is operating in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Uh, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. To depart from the snares of death. That's Proverbs 14, verses 27. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. You see, that's how we build our confidence. Is the fear of the Lord. And his children shall have a place of refuge. Let not thine heart envy sinners. You hear that language there. But be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. That's Proverbs 23, 17. So we have a lot of references here talking about the fear of the Lord. Amen. So we need to make sure uh, that we operate in the right spirit. Huh? Because we have many that are operating in the spirit of anxiety and paranoia. Um, that ain't the right spirit. Um, the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter, and I'm going to go there. You can go there with me. Philippians 4. Verses 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, you hear that? which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, 
Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So our mind and our spirit should be thinking about all those things that the Apostle Paul just said there in verse 8. Amen. And so then we don't have any room for fear, doubt, and unbelief. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are catching in a minute. So we don't have room for anxiety when we trusting in God and we believe God at his word and we have confidence that the God that we serve huh, is well able to do the exceeding and the abundant in our life farther than we could ask or think. We don't have room huh, to be anxious when we have the peace of God in our life. And it passes all understanding. Oh, those are the things that we need to seek, is that we need to be seeking the peace of God. Uh, we need to ask God in our prayer time, God supply me with peace. Yeah. Amen. You need peace huh, more than you need things. Yeah. Uh, we often ask for things, but you need the peace of God ruling your life. Yeah. Huh? Come on. Yeah. I'd rather have peace any day. Huh? Then to be living lavish lifestyle with the rich and famous. Because a lot of the rich and famous, what they lack in is the peace of God because they don't have a relationship with the Lord. I'd rather have peace. Huh? Peace in my mind, peace in my spirit. Uh, oh, that my spirit huh, is it, not unrested. Isn't it a beautiful thing when you lay down at night that you know that God is keeping your life? Huh? Isn't it a beautiful thing when you wake up in the morning that you know that you're waking up with the peace of God operating in your life? Huh? That you don't have to wake up worried, anxious, scared, defeated. You're not defeated uh, because you got the word of God uh, ruling in your life. You got the spirit of God uh, talking to you, leading you, guiding you, huh? soothing you, comforting you. Isn't it a beautiful thing when you know that God is on your side and he's there for you and he's helping you and he's assisting you. Isn't it a beautiful thing uh, when you realize that if it had not been for God who is on my side woo, that I can wake up in peace woo, my God because people out there that's what they're starving for huh? they're starving for peace when there is no peace out there but there is beautiful sweet peace in the kingdom of God Oh, the peace of God. Oh, the Bible declares that it flows like a river. It's nothing like the peace of God. Honey, when you can wake up in peace and lay down in peace, you got something. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you better thank God for peace. 
because it's many that live in hell, hell in the morning, hell in the noonday, and hell at night. Uh, and when you got the peace of God uh, that's ruling your mind and it's operating in your spirit. My God, when everything else uh, is going crazy and turned upside down and everybody is falling out and tripping, uh, you got the peace of God. Mm. It causes a calm in your spirit, a calm in your mind. Oh yes, the saints of God. You got a beautiful thing when you have the peace of God. Oh yes, we don't have to resort to getting us a fix. We don't have to resort to drinking and smoking. We don't have to resort to the things that we used to do. Oh, when we were disturbed and we were stressed, uh, everybody has stress, uh, an amount of stress in their life. Uh, but the peace of God comes to our rescue. Woo. Tells us to calm down. Huh? It keeps us level-headed. Huh? Keeps us from tripping out and flipping out. Uh, the peace of God tells you to shh. <laughs> Brings a quiet. Huh? And that's a lot of what we're missing now because it's so much noise. Huh? It's so many spirits that's talking and vying for your attention. It's so many spirits uh, huh? that's coming in and rushing, trying to attack the saint of God's life. But you got to command peace. Peace in your life. Peace in your house. Uh, peace in your marriage. Uh, peace. I command peace in here. We ain't going to be arguing and fussing and fighting. Uh, uh, we ain't going to allow the spirit of anger and the spirit of mad uh, to take over in the atmosphere here. It's going to be peace in this house. It's going to be peace here. Huh? We're going to learn how to get along. We're going to learn how to communicate. We're going to learn how to talk. Instead of fussing and fighting. Getting mad and exploding. Because the peace of God. Instead of the peace of anger. The, the spirit of anger rather. Because we got too many times that we operate in the spirit of anger because them spirits out there will attach to you. <laughs> you got to know what's of God and what ain't of God. Oh, yes. You get out there in your daily living and them spirits, they know. Huh? They know who and who they trying to uh, stop and hinder. You, you walking on their territory now. You disturbing their party. You walking upright and you showing your light, you witnessing the folk, don't you think that they're going to try to attack you? They're going to try to stop you because of who you are and what you represent. Many times, uh, I done been going through my day, day going good, all of a sudden, uh, some spirit attacked me, and all of a sudden get angry for what? <laughs> Ain't nothing happened, ain't nothing went on, you know, just get mad. Where that spirit of mad come from? Huh? And you just got to come to the conclusion 
That's an attack. It's a spiritual attack. And you got to rebuke that spirit. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lose here. You got to go. Because I command the peace of God in my life. You mad all the time. Something wrong. Huh? That's the wrong spirit. Huh? We, we, we shouldn't be walking around so angry and, and so mad just bubbling up. What you bubbling for? Huh? Come on, calm your spirit. You let the peace of God operate. Yes, yes. Uh, power, love, sound mind operate in your life. Uh, you don't let anything that's not of God overtake your life. Huh? Uh, you don't be anxious for anything. You pray about stuff. Huh? That's why you got to have a prayer life. You pray about everything. You don't assume anything. Uh, you go to God in prayer and tell God your concerns. Uh, you concerned about something? You got something that's been troubling your mind? You got something that's been pressing in your spirit? You take it to God. Because God is able to deal. God is able to handle it. Uh, God got some wisdom for you. God got some instruction for you. But too many times we don't go to God because we don't completely trust him. If you completely trusted him, you wouldn't have any problem taking all of your concerns to God. But because I can trust in him. I can call on him any time of the day and I ain't got to have a formal prayer meeting uh, because if you pray, uh, oh my God, consistently and you got a relationship uh, with God, uh, you can call on him anywhere. He said the righteous cry and the Lord heareth. Uh, I can call on him in the shower. I can call on him when I'm on the interstate. Uh, I can call on him uh, when I'm in my office. Uh, I can call on him in the parking lot. Uh, I can call on him when I'm in Walmart, when I'm in Kroger, and I don't have to make a big noise or fuss. Uh, I can just call on the name of the Lord uh, and he'll hear me uh, because I belong to him. Uh, oh my God. Uh, you got to have that kind of confidence, uh, that kind of Trust in God uh, that when you call him, uh, he will answer. Oh, saints used to sing that song. Oh, just a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our troubles. He'll hear our faintest cry and he'll answer by and by. Huh? But we ain't talking enough with Jesus. That's why while these spirits, my God, come to oppress the people of God, we don't put up no fight no more. Uh, there was a time that we used to put up a fight. Oh, yes. Uh, we used to walk around calling on the name of the Lord all throughout the day. We used to plead the blood of Jesus all throughout our day. Huh? Oh, we would walk around in a spirit of prayer. We wasn't on our knees, but we just walked around and prayed in the name of Jesus huh? all throughout our day huh? because we depended on God. Huh? We knew that we needed God's help. Huh? And if it wasn't for God keeping us, huh? and if it wasn't for God's hand on our life, huh? the enemy would have swallowed us up. Huh? 
would have took us out. Oh, we wouldn't have no success if it wasn't for God operating in the background, operating in the forefront. Oh, because we commune with God and we talk with him and we put our trust in him and we believe in what he said in his word that it is real, it is truth, that it will come to pass if we keep standing on it, we keep believing on it and we expect God to do something. We walk around in our day expecting God to do something but we don't even put up a fight anymore. We walk around with our head down. We walk around with a spirit of defeat. You're not defeated because God gave his people the victory. You're serving a God who reigns and rules supreme. Oh my God. And you got to walk around with your head up and tell yourself no matter how hard it gets, no matter how tough it gets, no matter how frustrated I am right now that I am victorious because God gave me the victory. Instead of walking around paranoid, we got the spirit of paranoia. Oh, saints now, always concerned about people talking about them. Huh? Well, folk gonna talk about you, I don't care what you do. You do nothing, they gonna talk about you. You do something, they gonna talk about you. Worrying about folks being against you all the time. If you do nothing, they're going to be against you. You sit there like a bump in a pickle, they're going to be against you. If you work hard, they're going to be against you. So we got to know that everybody ain't against you. Yeah, you got an enemy, but everybody ain't your enemy. Oh, come on here. We can't be walking around paranoid. And, and most of the time, you don't even have no proof of nothing. You just going off assumption. Going by what somebody else done said. Huh? Instead of getting down to the truth of the matter. Oh, come on here. Paranoid. Everybody talking about me. Everybody against me. All this whining. Huh? We got a spirit of wine too. Get rid of that spirit of wine. Huh? Come on. We should be able to get together and work together and be busy about our father's business. Huh? Ain't that what we're supposed to be in here doing? Busy about our father's business. So if we busy working, oops, if we busy working, then we have less time to all these other crazy spirits to be operating in our life. Man, because I'm busy. And trust me, first lady ain't studying these crazy spirits. I ain't got time. <laughs> Y'all got time for foolishness. Huh? Because see, when you're busy... When you making sure that you put God first and God is in the forefront of your life. Come on, somebody. You praying. You making sure you get the dead cats off of your line. You ain't worried about nobody else's line. That you staying right before God. When you busy handling your business. Huh? Making sure your affairs is right with the Lord. 
making sure your house is right before the Lord, then you ain't got time to be worried about foolishness. Just don't have time. <laughs> so my admonition to you is stay busy in the Lord's face. Huh? You be busy in the word of God. Huh? If, if you ain't got nothing else going on, start flipping the pages of the Bible. Find you some business. <laughs> That'll calm your spirit, won't it? That'll keep you from flipping and tripping. Huh? Start flipping in the book of Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He make me lie down in green pastures. He leave me beside what? Still waters. Ain't that peace? That's the peace of God. Righteousness for his what? Namesake. See, we're being led by the right spirit. We in the word of God. We in the truth of God's word. So find you some business. And you'll have less time to have the fear, the spirit of fear. The spirit of paranoia. Huh? The spirit of anger. <laughs> you'll find you some wisdom while you're there. You'll find some instructions while you're there. Start flipping the book. Find me some scriptures to read. Huh? Because these ninjas done got on my last nerve. And that's the time you need to pick up the book. <laughs> uh, when the ninjas done got on their last nerve. Let, let, me, let me get my Bible. But it keep me, keep my mouth shut. Huh? They start reading about Jesus. Uh, and his mouth was no guy. Uh -huh. He closed his mouth. I, that's what I need to do right there. I need to close it. I need to close it because I'm about to slice some folk in a minute. Let me pick up this Bible. <laughs> Get busy in that word. <laughs> and when you start reading it, uh, it starts changing huh, your mindset. It starts changing your disposition. Where you was once I'm not going to let you draw me out like that. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me get into the book. <laughs> let me get into prayer. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Oh, see, that's why you got to put things in operation and action. It's more than just talking about it, saints. Uh, when you're going through everyday life, uh, you got to put this in operation. You got to plead the blood of Jesus often. You got to pray often. You got to get in the word often. You got to call on the name of Jesus often. So we don't trust what we don't love. In the book of 1 John, the fourth chapter, I'm just going to read some scriptures out of that. Verses 16. And we have known and believed 
the love that God hath to us. Because God is what? Love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And God in him. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have what? Boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. You hear that? But perfect love casts out fear. So we need to be walking in the love of God. And the Bible said in the book of Romans that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the what? Holy Ghost. Hmm. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Verse 19, we love him because what? He first loved us. Amen. Isn't that a beautiful thing? We were thinking that we loved on God first and we just, ooh, we just wanted a relationship. We just wanted to be with the Lord. No, you didn't. He loved us first. Amen. So the love of God, it rejects or it casts it out the spirit of fear and torment. Amen. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. If a man say I love God and hated his brother, oh, that, that's tight. Right? This is getting tight right here. Y'all may need to highlight this scripture. If a man say I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen. Now you sitting around your brothers and sisters. You see them all the time. Hmm? How can you love God whom you have not seen? Sounds very hypocritical to me. Huh? So I see moron. How is it? And you ain't even seen God. But I just love the Lord. Are you so spiritual? Woo! I just got the love of Jesus in my heart. And you sitting around your brothers and sisters and can't even speak and say praise the Lord. And greet them with a godly kiss. Uh, uh, turn your nose up at them. Uh, looking down on them. Uh, what is the problem? Uh, but you say you got the love of Jesus. But the love of Jesus is not partial. The love of Jesus, huh? It's not biased. How is it that we got so much bias operating in the kingdom, but we say we got the love of Jesus? When Jesus look at us and he don't see nothing but his people, no, no Greek, no, no Jew, huh? He's not partial. No male or female. He, the love of God that he see the souls of men. But we have our picks and our chooses, but we say that we love Jesus. We got the love of God operating and uh, we got all this prejudice operating. That's not of God. Huh? White saints separated from black saints and these uh, Jews, uh, they, they don't deal with 
the Gentile religion. It's standing and we so divided. We got this kind of color church and this kind of operation over here and this operation and we ain't never coming together. We can't agree on Jesus. But but we say we operating in the love of Jesus though. Huh? Splitting hairs over, well, we got this doctrine over here, and we got this doctrine, but we're supposed to be operating in the same book. Hmm? And where we think we're going if we don't love God's people? Where we think we're going when it's going to be nations and nations of people in glory? Where we think we're going? All kindreds, all tongues, all nationalities. God say, I'm going to have some of everybody. And you so intimidated by skin color now? Something wrong. This spirit of bias and prejudice that we don't let creep in the kingdom. Something wrong with that. Don't want women to participate in ministry? Um, you off. That's not the spirit of God. Well, come on here. Only your picks and chooses and only your favorite and your folks can hold the microphone. Some ain't right. So much division. But yet we say we got the love of Jesus. It's Christ's kingdom divided. Well, we got to check ourselves. Huh? We got to check the book. Because when we check the book... What God is operating in is totally different than this foolishness that we got going on and call it church. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Absolutely. A house divided against itself will not stand. We done operated so long in the doctrines of men and traditions of men instead of making sure God was in it. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I want to make sure God is in the midst. Yeah. Uh, get me out of the equation. Let's get our vain traditions and our ideologies out of the equation so God can move. Yeah. Huh? Amen. Because we need a spirit of unity. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So talking about Avoiding the Bible in church. We're avoiding God, and he's the only one that can help us. Amen. That's the last thing we need to do is avoid God. <laughs> That's the first one you need to run to. <laughs> the people of God, he expects us to run to him first. Put him first. Love the Lord thy God and him only. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden. I will give you rest. He wants you to call on him in the day of trouble. He said, I will answer. But yet we run the people, and people can't do nothing for us. Unless God allowed them to help you. <laughs> but it's God that will allow. Oh, my God. We use people as a crutch. 
You know, we used to rely on, you know, Big Mama Nim so much. And, you know, the old daddies and the fathers and such, you know, the old people so much. And, you know, this generation, they're doing a marvelous job because they ain't taking responsibility for nothing. Jesus, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. You got to call on the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes, he is Jehovah Jireh. Yes, he is Jehovah Sikhanu. Yes, he is Jehovah Shalom. Yes, he's all of that. He is Elohim. He is Jehovah. He is Jah. But his name, those are the titles. The title of Father. Yes, he is that. The title of Son. Yes, that's his body. Yes, the title of Holy Ghost. He's all of that in one. Jesus. <laughs> oh, you all be like a little child. I need my father. We'll call on Jesus. Father, help me. But I'm here to tell you, the father ain't speaking. It's Jesus. That's the manifestation of himself that he's speaking through right now. 
The Father gonna come in judgment. Y'all ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> yeah, you ready? You better call on Jesus while you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call on Jesus. Whoa, glory to God. Don't you let Jesus drop out of your mouth. I don't care what these nuts got going on. So read somebody's social media post the other day and vexed my spirit. Oh, praises to Allah. Ain't no Allah. Uh-huh. It's Jesus and him only. Huh? That's why I had to log out. Hmm? Less social media time because it just vexes my spirit every time I turn around. Huh? Come on here. We give glory to Jesus. You hear me? The first and the last. The beginning and the end. King of what? Kings. And Lord of who? He's Alpha. Ain't that what the book of Revelation say? Am I in the book? Alpha. And Omega. The beginning. When you start out, it's with Jesus. <laughs> and when you end up, honey, it's still going to be Jesus. So you're doing the right thing by calling on the name. Because Jesus got all power. The book of saying Psalm said, I told you once and I told you twice, three times have I heard it, but all power belongs to God.
Because the song said, I got Jesus on my mind. <laughs> I got Jesus on my mind. Then you won't have time for your mind to be in the gutter and in the trash and in the toilet. When you start meditating and thinking about the things of God. Play my Bible out. Hear the words of Jesus and the apostles. Hear the prophets speaking. Do something to you. And then once you start, you just can't put it down. Because it gets so good to your spirit. Woo! My God. Shake these cold spirits. Wonder why your spirit's so cold and you don't feel nothing. Well, maybe you need to get more operating in the name of Get more into his word. Oh, let his spirit bathe you with his anointing. Oh, my God. We don't even approach God no more for anointing. For him to bathe us in his anointing. God, just bathe me in your anointing, in your glory. We so caught up and worried about our paycheck and more money and things when God had already supplied all your needs. You need more than money, honey. You need more than a new purse, a new car, a new house, and some more chicken. You need the anointing. You need the glory of God. The anointing is the difference. Yes, that means God is present. It means he's shaking his salt on you. It means he's pleased. Oh, that means he's endorsing your life. He's pleased with your ways. We need the anointing of God. And it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Too many folks is yoked up and bound up. Huh? But you need to be delivered. You come in the church. Huh? You singing and you part of this committee and that committee, huh? Sister Dewaddle's committee. But you need the anointing to destroy that heavy yoke that's on your neck. It's choking you. It's suffocating you. The things that you could do for God, the things you should do for God, that you can't do effectively because there's a yoke that's around your neck and you need the anointing to destroy it. You better seek the anointing of God. My God. Woo. See God's glory. I want to know that Jesus is operating in me. Woo. That I have God endorsing me. You better make sure God is endorsing you. Anointed oil by the man of God. Huh? God has set him apart for a work. 
out of all of his brothers. And he endorsed him by his anointing. <laughs> David wasn't just no ordinary king, saints. He was an anointed king. And his works is still speaking. The, the city of David is still in Jerusalem. <laughs> My God. That's when you know you've been handpicked. You've been chosen. And you have been anointed by God. That's the difference, saints. Oh, my God. I just want God's approval. You better be seeking God's approval, saints. We worry too much about folk opinions. And folk opinion ain't got nothing to do with this thing. Nothing to do with this thing. It's all about what God say, what God want, who God pick, who God chooses. Giving God what he want, when he want it, how he want it. Oh, my God. I don't know, I just got off on that thing. Worrying and indecision and making choices. Because we trust it in our own intellect. And you trust it in your own intellect, you should be fearful. Because we ain't got control over nothing. I don't care how big we think we done got. And how far we done think we done got. You can't trust in yourself. The Bible says, ain't no good thing in this flesh. Ain't no good thing in me. Ain't no good thing in you. You be crazy to trust your own self. Huh? Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes that I don't. Depending on what day you catch me. Some days I wake up, I may not be all that agreeable. I may give you a crazy look because First Lady notorious for giving them looks. Huh? I can't trust in myself. Huh? Ain't no good thing in this flesh. Uh, flesh will have me going way to the left. Huh? Won't your flesh have you going way to the left? <laughs> Paul said that good that I would do, I find myself not doing it, Elder. There ain't no good stuff in this flesh, Granny. I be thinking I'm going to do good today. I'm going to be good. Huh? I'm be nice, Sister Alma. I'm going to do some good works. I'm going to let my light shine. Ain't that what this song say? <laughs> as soon as I get on that end, I say, the crazy folks start cutting me off. And I got to get through this traffic so I can get to this job on time. And then when I get there, they talking crazy as soon as I pull up my email. Well, did that undamn the light a little bit? So I get to it. Ain't that how it happened? Do I got any real people in here? Woo! That good that I would, I find myself not doing. Because it's a struggle. With your flesh, 
my spirit had the intentions of doing right. <laughs> but you got to let your spirit override your flesh. Because that flesh can get Okay, how much deodorant you slap on? Huh? That flesh get that crazy. Let your flesh lead you if you want it. You're going down a path of destruction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> you, that's what you got to say. Holy Ghost, help me. <laughs> help me, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I guess we ain't got no real folk. You don't walk around and say, help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> before I say something, before I do something crazy, before I go to the left, before I... help me, Holy Ghost. You better cry out oh, to Jesus. Oh, my God. Let Jesus help you in your day, help you in your decisions, help you in your operation. Huh? Come on here. Because God has full control. He knows everything. Uh, my God. And we got to find ourselves trusting in him. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion that cannot be removed but abideth forever. You got to trust in God so you can be firmly planted. Uh, uh, that you don't be easily shaken. That you don't be tossed to and fro by every wind and doctrine that come up on the scene. You got to be rooted and grounded and established in the faith. And you got to trust God with your everything. Trust him with your mind, your body, your soul, your substance, your family, your affairs. You got to trust uh, that God has your best interest. He knows what's best. Uh, because I heard that Father knows best. And he's a mighty good father. He's a mighty good father. Ain't he a good father? He knows how to treat his children. He corrects us when we're wrong. He gets us back on track. Oh my God, he calls us by our name and he deals with us. He gives us dreams and visions. He sends a word to reprove, to rebuke, to correct, to instruct with all those suffering and doctrine. He's a good father, ain't he? Oh, he's good. He blesses us when we don't deserve to be blessed. He shower our life with his grace, with his mercy. Oh, when we deserve to die, we were guilty as children. Charge. Oh my God. He's a good father, ain't he? When the enemy come against you like a flood, he lift up a standard against him. He don't let the enemy swallow you up. You may go through some stuff. You may have to cry sometime. Oh, the road may get a little bumpy, but he goes before us. He makes a crooked place straight and he smooths out the bumpy places. He's a good father. He puts me back together when I'm broken. Heals me when I'm sick. He supplies me with bread and water. He showers my life with blessings. 
huh? With his loving kindness, tender mercy. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like an eagle. He allows me to soar over problems and distress. When you thought you couldn't go another step, you thought you couldn't go another mile of the way, then God gives you strength on the wings of an eagle. Woo, my God. Oh, you thought you were down uh, for the last count, uh, but it ain't over till our father says over. He's a good father, ain't he? Looks beyond our faults. He covers up all of them. Huh? I guess y'all ain't got none. He covers up all first lady. He saw what I needed, Sister Leach. Oh, he knew I needed salvation. He knew I needed his word. He knew I needed the Holy Ghost. Oh, to teach me and to comfort me. Oh, to instruct me and lead and guide me in all truth so I wouldn't get off. Oh, my God. He saw what I needed. I needed a friend that's sticking closer than any brother. Ain't he a good father? A good father, ain't he? Yeah. My God. That's all I got for you this morning. Yeah. Let's take up our Sunday school offering. unto the Lord you have no reason to fear hallelujah get closer and closer to the Lord saints because the spirit of fear is grappling the world but it don't have to be said of the church Let the Holy Ghost bathe you and comfort you and soothe you. Amen. Hallelujah.